This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning and welcome to Consignment Heroes. We are down here at Liberty Village taking your phone calls all about all about stuff. We are live. Uh, I'm a little rusty. I've been here for a couple of weeks. Uh, we yeah. are taking your phone calls all about stuff. This show is about consignment. Consignment Heroes. I am here with my dad, Paul Kenny. I am Bogart Kenny. And we are the hosts of this show, Consignment Heroes. Now, we have a- anything. Like, we, anything you may have, we will talk about or we can talk about. This is a live call-in show. And we're talking about anything, really. Like, we're talking about coins, photos, old watches, old toys, lamps, dolls. Old hockey cards, any types of sports memorabilia, World Dalton's figurines, tools, paintings, family heirlooms, things are just sitting in your house that possibly could have some sort of value, like sports collectibles, stamps, jewelry, paintings. The list goes on. You know, if you if you think it has value, we can talk about it because it does have values to someone somewhere around the world, and that's who we sell it to. We're not just a local people that sell off those uh, websites that hey, come down the street and buy it. We'll we sell it to the world. That's what we do. We not only sell it uh, for just value, we also do the consignment, the whole consignment idea behind it. We'll get behind that a little bit in the show. But if you do want to call in, right now we are taking phone calls live all about your stuff. And the number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 866 740 4740. That number will come out a few more times. Get a pen, get a paper, make sure they work, and get your item out. If you have that item, or if you can move it, or if it's small enough, get it out. Suppose it's an anvil. Well, then you're going to have to get a crane and use that crane to get all angles of that anvil because we need to know what's under that anvil. Okay. <laughs> okay, you never know. That's where the value could be. There can be gold coins under that anvil. Oh, yeah. so you're back from Vegas. I'm back from Vegas. So what's lost in Vegas stays in Vegas? I guess that's, you know, I guess that's I guess how, how we'll say We it. missed you. We missed you a lot. Ange was working for you last week. Who? Angelo, okay. who, our, our buddy. And uh, and he says, I hope I'm, I can do a good enough job that, bo- bo- that, sorry, that, 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 that Bogart can do. But we had a great week. You gave the phone numbers. You gave the list. So far, you've done your job. Oh, I passed. Okay, we, okay you passed. Now, I want to talk about Christy yesterday. We were at no, I was at Christie because Christie started six o'clock in the morning, and I want to thank the Christie, uh, the Hamilton Conservation Authority, for putting on a great, world class show yesterday. There was thousands of people there. They had all the tents up. There was, uh, we spent around, I think we spent a little bit over twenty k on stuff from other dealers. So you wonder, I wonder sometimes what they buy it Wait, for. You spent twenty thousand dollars. It was a big day. Yeah, no, there was a lot of yeah. For there was a dealers. lot of bargains. Well, see, I sell stuff at Christie that I can't ship, and I buy other stuff. And I had my friend from uh, Clapperson's Corners was there buying. My friend Glenn Pye was there buying. There was a lot of good stuff there yesterday. Um, they had a turnout was. <laughs> You know, like I say, it was it's a world class show, and I can't wait until the spring. Uh, the dealers are always happy there. Uh, I know that we met a lot of fans there. A lot of fans. You missed a lot of fans. Just they want to take pictures of us, so they took pictures of me because you weren't there to be us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure, sorry sometimes in my booth that we were so busy I didn't get a chance to talk to everybody. They'd come in, they'd say hi, and some people had um, person brought in a Billy Bishop autograph yesterday, which was really kind of nice. How does the airport sign something? No, no, it's it's <laughs> um, it was Billy Bishop signed item, which is a nice item, and we, we I it was nice to put a face. I mean, they were they came in, so it's nice to put a face to what they hear on radio. You know what I mean? And they said we should do more events like that. A lot of people were very happy. They said the show that was 
that I told him to go to was well, well worth it for the first time people who were there. There was every kind of Coke sign, every kind of pop sign, bottles, jadeite. Um, it, it was it was full. I think there was about 300 dealers there. But I want to make sure people go out today. Now, just because that was yesterday, today, uh, Everett Foil Antique Market's on. And a lot of the dealers from Christie, the ones that came from way out of town, are gone over to Aberfoyle today. So there's going to be a lot of extra dealers, I think, over at Aberfoyle, which is on Highway 6, just north of the 401. And uh, it's well worth going out there. And my friends from um, Southworks Antiques were at, at uh, Christie Antique Show so yesterday. So everybody was there. Antique get-together. It that was. Is a dream. Yes, but it, a lot of people learned. There was a lot of people who were decorating. Uh, there was a lot of people who wanted to find out what their stuff was worth. We are going to be have a very busy week with people who want to downsize. Because people said, I want to go out and meet you. And then, and they gave me their number for uh, downsizing this week because they're thinking about moving or selling their house or just downsizing. And they want to get rid of their items, some of them. Speaking of downsizing, we have someone on the line who is an expert in that. In downsizing? Yeah. Who? Well, not downsizing, but the guy that sells houses, buys houses. Oh, yeah, I know. But I want to, wait, I got to give my thanks out for yesterday because I really had a good time there. I'm going to talk to Rick in a minute. Rick's on our list of people we're going to talk to today. But we had, uh, uh, yes, and we want to go give the price of gold and silver today. It's down a little bit, but still very, very high. But I really had a good time yesterday at this show. And I know everyone that we encouraged to go to the show was happy. They stopped into our booth and said, Paul, you were right. This is a really, really good show. Okay, the Christie Antique Show. And, but like I say, if you're out there, well, well, you couldn't find it yesterday, go to my friends at Clapperson's Corners, go to the Aberfoyle Antique Market, and Southworks are all out in that area in case you couldn't get there yesterday. Okay, now, we'll talk to Rick. Let's talk to Rick then right now. Do you want to talk to Rick? Yeah, I okay. was interested like five minutes ago. Well, I want to give my proper thanks because it's not often that a government, because this, this is put on by the Hamilton Conservation Authority, and I want to thank Brittany there and all the people, the volunteers, they put on a world-class show, and I didn't see any hiccups. I saw everything moving smoothly. I think some dealers will always, you know, uh, be, um, what's the right word here? Sour. Sour, yes. Mm. Uh, but most most everyone had a good time. And if that, like I say, if I had 10 shows like Christy a year, I could retire. And if I retire, you retire. You could actually pay your Vegas bills. That's definitely not true. Go to Rick. <laughs> Rick, are you there, Rick? Yeah, I'm here. How are things going? Uh, Glad good. to have you back. Oh, thanks. <laughs> good to be back. It's. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit today, I mean, about uh, the fall season that just uh, came upon us. It's a great probably one of the best times of the year to list your home for the most money and get the most money for it. Um, but one of the things I did want to talk about is that people have this tendency, and I'm not sure why, I guess I have an obligation, but, you know, in using their local agents, which is fine, but, you know, they, they need to not worry about this obligation because maybe they met uh, the local agent, maybe the, that local agent emailed them a few times. But you need to choose an agent that's going to get you the most money. Mm -hmm. And this is why they need to call us, Paul, because we can expose their property in ways that other agents just can't do. When you expose your property to more people, that means more people are coming to see your home, more people are going to be competing for your home, and now that means more people are going to be putting offers in on your home, which means more money. Now, maybe people are worried about making more money because they won't know what to do with it. I'm not sure. I'm sure you can advise them with that, too. Like you always say, you know, they can take a trip, they can give it to their kids, do whatever. But that's who they need to list their property with, someone that can get them more money. Not a friend, not a relative, not their local realtor. Because uh, we, we, uh, we need them to call us and we can go into detail what we actually can do for them that other agents and, and other organizations can't do. Okay. Um, so whenever they have an opportunity and they want to give us a call, because uh, we, we need to take the limits off of listing and selling their homes, and that's what we do. Uh, we make the transition easy. We take the stress out of doing it. Uh, and at the end of the day, the, the name of the game is to make more money. Well, what I get a lot, people are calling. They're saying, I'd like to start downsizing now because I want to sell sometime in the future, the spring or next year. And I don't know if that's because they don't want to move or they think it's going to take that long to get it done. 
We can actually take a house. We take the stress out of it. We can have a house from the day they sign up to the day it's sold in two weeks. We can have the place empty. We have it ready in a week. It's unusual, unless we're too busy with too many other store uh, homes, that we can't do something within one week. And no matter how big the collection is, because if it's a really expensive collection that has to be put online, we can do that. If it's something that has to be auctioned or consigned and can be bought, we can do that. If it's something, if it's furniture, though, is the problem. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's harder to move the furniture. But actually, yesterday at Christie, we sold a lot of furniture because I was I was a dedicated seller. Anything that couldn't be easily shipped and I couldn't package it up went out. Right. Anything that was big. I had some uh, right. uh, posters that were like uh, three, six feet by six feet. They were gone. Any of the big furniture, wow. gone. But, no, but we know what to do with it. But it's some people mm-hmm. say they have large collections, and I know it's hard. I'm, I'm talking to the listeners that are out there, and they know who they are, that they've collected something for 40 years, and it's hard to let it go. Or, But you know you got to. So the more time that we use, the better we spend that time, the higher the price we can get for the stuff, or not only price, but find the right home for it. Okay? Sure. And sure. this is where, or, and some people just want to donate. I says, well, sell it. And if you really feel good, but donate the money that you make from selling it. There's no, mm-hmm. I don't know a charity in the world that will not take money. Okay. Absolutely. And, yeah. but we, we have ones. And I mean, there's been times where that, uh, some of the charities have called me up and said, someone so and so donated this to us. What do we do with it? We help them out. But some of them don't know us. Some of the charities don't know us. So they, they end up selling for 20 or $30 and something that could be $1,000. We sold uh, a pair of um, go, um, goalie pads for $800 for a charity, okay, that they thought was worth $20, which come, comes – someone came into our place this week. They thought they had $1,000 worth of gold. We had $17,250 for them, Okay. That's a big right. difference. But I'm just saying that right. people have this stuff at home and declutter and get the place ready and then put your team in, in, into work to work in selling it and getting the highest price for it. And this is a good exactly. time of year, right? It's, a, it's one of the best times. You have your spring market and then you have your fall market. You know, everyone's back from vacation, summer holidays, and they're in the mood to buy a house. And that's what you want. You want when people are out. Uh, and we're, we're in a time where there, people are motivated to buy. And the only problem is we need more properties out there. Mm-hmm. And as a result, we can get more money for whatever property people want to list. Yeah, I heard uh, prices and, were and up. They said yes, prices in prices Toronto were up, up again? Yes, prices are up. Sales are up. Uh, people are feeling good. There's uh, more confidence uh, in the consumer nowadays. So, you know, uh, things are looking up. So it's an absolute great time to take advantage of that. And, uh, you know, give us a call because, again, uh, we can go into detail about what we can do that other agents and other organizations can't do. First of all, you and I, Paul, we work as a team and we go in there and we get things done yeah. and we take the stress out of uh, selling their homes You and you look after everything. Yeah. Uh, they should at least meet with us. Uh, if they don't want to meet with us first, then at least give us a call for that all-important second opinion. And then this way we can advise them as what the best route to go in, in their particular case and, that was, and what's the best path they can take to make the most money. Because after all, they do want to make the most money for it. And, you know, we're going to help people get them into those homes too because we don't just sell homes and list homes and sell homes, but we help people buy homes as well. Because uh, when, when people work with us, I, I make sure that they get the funds necessary to make their purchases. So it's never an excuse, oh, we don't have the funds, we couldn't get the mortgages. We help arrange mortgages to help people buy their own. Rick, can you get me some money? Yeah. I mean, just yeah, not for a absolutely. house, but I just want, I just want money. Sure. Okay, sure. Give no, me a call okay. after the show. I'll, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> okay. So what's your number there, Rick? In case I can't get a hold of my number, is 905-737-4653. But if they want to talk directly to you number, what is your number? Tell it now. My number, talk is, slow. as always, is 416-258-2000. Seven two. 
Okay, I'm. Thank you for the call. And I know you got. I know you said you got busy. That's why you're on early today because you want to get. You got stuff to do. But and also you can help people buy con. If someone sells their home and they're wondering, oh, what? Where am I going to go? Where am I going to live afterwards? We can either rent a home for them, rent a condo, or put them into buying a condo. We do the whole thing. We don't let just leave you there, and we'll even move you. Huh? Well, exactly. Great. Thanks. You have a good day, and I'm looking forward to uh, having a great week. Thanks, Rick. Yes. Great. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Um, so, yeah, if you're into selling houses, there's a number there. But if you're into getting rid of your stuff now or getting an appraisal of what your, your item is now, the number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 866 and we're going to go to John in Mississauga. Hello. Hey, John. Welcome to the show. Uh, I would like to ha- I would like to know any value of it. This is a 1992 Coke can, still the same shape of AI bought it in 1992. That was a World Series designed by a Coke company. Mm-hmm. Worth anything? Yeah, okay. The World Series held in Toronto was one of the best marketed World Series that there is. In fact, like I say, they gave away more World Series rings to the staff and the players of the Toronto Blue Jays than almost any other any time in history. And because we're it was the first time up here and this Toronto's a great, great baseball town. Mm-hmm. But the fans and stuff and because we actually have money here. Okay. Uh, a lot of people don't realize this is why we're, we're just talking with Rick a minute ago. Why house prices go up in Toronto? Because Toronto is a great place to live. I mean, it's a little bit congested, but sometimes some people won't agree with me when they're in their uh, parking jam on uh, 9, 30, 9 o'clock on a Monday morning. But generally, Toronto is a great place to live, and we got stuff going on here. But also, there's money in Toronto. So the marketers were all out Coca Cola, all these companies, and they overproduced this stuff. Now, those cans, I think, go for like a dollar, five dollars. You know, they're not a lot of money because they made a lot of them. Coke, but is they're playing on the idea of people collecting Coke. If you have a Coke can, a Coke bottle from 1927, yeah, it's worth $1,600. Or if you have a, a push bar from a, um, a restaurant from 1940s, those are going to be worth, uh, $250, $350, depending on the condition of them. Okay. But this one is uh, just a Coke can. No, you're not. You're not going to be lucky with this one. Yeah, because I have exactly the same uh, same way of AI bought it. There's nothing wrong with it. No rust. Nothing on it. Is a Coke is inside. Oh, then my suggestion is don't drink the Coke. Okay, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Okay, that's for sure. I would drink that one. No, but I'm sorry about uh, yeah. You know some I I know some people bought some from me because they have a own bar and they display it. Oh yeah, no no no, that's that's like a super. I'm that's just saying you get $5. Like I've got those Coke can Coke bottles from uh when Maple Leaf Gardens closed and they go for like $20 for a six pack. Uh-huh. You know, it's just someone that's going to put it in their bar and uh, high enough so the kids can't open it. Um, and it's just a nice, it brings back a smile. They think uh-huh. about, that's what this stuff's for. You're going to remember, like, you're going to smile. Remember the 1992 uh, World Series, right? Yeah. And 93. So sometimes it's, you can get your $5, or sometimes it's worth it as a smile. Okay. Okay. I Thanks. just would like to know because I have this one since uh, World Series has gone. Yeah. Now, if you have tickets, if you went to the game, uh, the tickets from the game, a ticket stub from those World Series games goes between 50 and $100. Uh-huh. Okay. The program goes for five. Okay. Everyone had that. Not everyone went to the game. Yeah. You know, and this is where we try and people have stuff in their drawers at home. 1992. Yeah. That was a long time ago. But if you had a game from, uh, uh, we have, we have a ticket stub from, uh, 1960 World Series. It's worth about a thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. Too bad I don't have those. No, no. I have uh, a Coke can. <laughs> I'm actually, I said that for in case someone out there has one, okay? But that's a beautiful design. Oh, yeah. I never believed it. I could keep it that long because a Coke, you know, maybe eat the material off. Just put it on the shelf and eat it. No, no, no. Don't They're safe. It. It's a can. It's a can, yeah, or a bottle. Thanks a lot for the call. Special design, 
for yeah. a very serious. Yeah, oh, no, they say, remember what I say, and I tell this to people all the time, and I really mean this. As soon as you see the words collector's, ed- the words collector's edition or a premier edition or anything like, like that, they generally aren't. It's like those people who collect those, uh, you know, those porcelain dolls that they are marketed in the 1990s. They paid $500 for them. You can't get $3 for them today. They say it's collector's edition. They or those Franklin mint plates. Now, Franklin mint plates, if they're made out of porcelain, are worth three dollars. If they're made out of silver, though, they're worth one hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, well, then no, I'm just saying this. This you can sometimes they'll have these. I'm trying to say when I'm off on a rant a bit, but I, as soon as you see those words, special edition, collector's edition, premier edition, rant, okay, rant, okay, yeah, that's right. Just buy it if you want it, but don't buy it as an investment. Okay, that's uh, the whole thing I'm talking. Don't about. buy an investment. No, don't buy that oh. as an investment. Okay. What What about like Royal Dalton's? No, actually, yesterday at the show because we were selling them I, cheap. It was a joke. I no. don't don't go on a rant no, about Royal no. Dalton's. Royal Dalton. No, they are. A lot of people say no, they're worthless. They are worth less than they used to be worth. Worth we less. Sold, that's all the two words you need to hear. No, but we yesterday at the, at the Christie we sold probably fifteen Royal Dalton's. Oh, okay. But we were selling. They were selling between thirty five and fifty five dollars. Okay, that's that's okay. But they sold. Anything that sells is good. That was the right price. Okay. People are saying I had my daughter's where this is her name or whatever it is. But at $300, I would have walked home with them. Okay, so I'm going to mention one other random item. Okay. And if you tell me you sold it at that show. What? A lamp. Oh, yes. Of course. You sold 16 lamps, No, right? we only sold two. Oh. But, no, but they were nice lamps. Lamps are hard to, and we had lamp shades. Oh. Okay. But no, the, the, Christy had everything. Okay. And we, we, we will, you can consign anything to us. Some stuff won't sell as well as others. Okay. Uh, if you do want to call in right now about anything, if you're talking about lamps or what else were we talking about? We're talking about Daltons. Yeah. We sold enough of those yesterday, so you don't need to call in about no, those. No, but the client's happy. Okay. I get it. I get it. You like your old Daltons? I sold some old photos yesterday. A person oh, brought in a God. stack of photos one day. They were going to give us for $10, okay? And we sold individual photos yesterday for $25, and 5 to $25. Like I said, we had a lady in this week. She brought in a bunch of gold. She says, ah. I don't know. I asked her because she said, maybe it's $1,000. It was $17,250. Okay? Doesn't, like, and I understand that some people, the problem is, is that they bought it so long ago, they they think about in the prices that they bought it for. And that's why a lot of people make this mistake when they bought something for $20 and a dealer comes and offers them 100 so they got five times $20 for it. But if it's worth $900, that's not a good deal. It's what it's worth now, not what you bought it for. Don't ever, we were talking about this actually in, in the booth yesterday. It really doesn't matter what you bought it for because it's what it's worth now. If you bought for 500, it's, it's only not worth true. If you bought for 500, it's only worth 100 now. It, that's what it's worth now. Yeah, of course. It's and worth if you worth, bought for 20, it's matters. worth 900. You just no, lost $400. It, no, but you used it. There's no guarantee in this. And a lot of people have this. You bought something 40 years ago. You used it. <coughs> you enjoyed it for 40 years. There's no guarantee you're going to make okay, money on it. Explain to me how a car works then. You buy a car for $40,000. You drive it off the lot. You just lost $10,000. That happens. That happens. That's what it is. But if you drive it off the lot, drive it into your garage and save it there for 50 years, it can be worth more. Could be. Okay. Could be. So you're going you're gonna to put that in investment. You're going to put like a... No, there's some cars that... No, no, that's why we're in, why we have this show. We're in this show to tell them the difference. So some cars you drive off the lot like a gremlin, which will never be worth any more money, ever, ever, ever. You drive it off the lot, you drive the crap out of it, and then you end up putting in a junker. There are other cars that are appreciating price, like we had those Lotus Alans. If someone has a Mercedes from 1930s, okay, go, go. Okay. I I'm just saying there's a difference. This. No, but that's why they have to ask us because some stuff you bought is worth more and some stuff you bought back then is worth less and we know the difference. Yeah, you came in today with a game plan. You thought ranting today is your day. Okay, sorry, no. <laughs> I'm so, actually, I was I, here. I'm going to, no, I'm going to about to turn off your microphone. Uh, we, uh, if you do want to call in right now, the, the phone lines are open. We're talking about anything to do with stuff. We're talking about lamps, photos, coins, gold, silver, old toys, sports, collections, sports memorabilia, kitchen collectibles, cup saucers. There is no end of it. We do everything. Uh, if you do want to call in the number, reach us right now live. It's 
416-360-0740. Again, that is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. And more your calls right after the break. Welcome back to Simon Heroes. We are here live down here at the Zoomerplex taking your phone calls all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere. Stuff, stuff. The list is long. What? Give them the list. The list is long, though. I, I, I'm running out of breath with this this stuff. Okay, let's read the bottom part of the list. Okay, well, you know what? Like, the, there's so many, so many things that I'm always surprised is a lot of value. And like, coming when it comes to like comics, costume, jewelry, um, furniture, those types of things, it's like you don't expect them to have much value. There's one thing I know over time that I promise you does not have a lot of value is pianos. I I don't like I don't care like those things you cannot move those things you like if you have a piano, just it stays there. Yes, okay? like you sell the house with it, you you know wherever it is that's where it stays. Piano store they got a problem because those are all going to stay there. Like, it just doesn't make sense. When anyone tells you they do free shipping for a piano, you know something's up. Okay, because like if it's a free you know anyways. Um, if you do want to call in right now, the number to reach us is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. We're going to go to Ralph in Rockwood. Hey, it's Ralph. Hey, Ralph. Hey, uh, listen, I just want to make a comment about the guy who was talking about the Coke can, the 92 Coke can. Yeah. There's actually four cans in the series. Okay. It was a back-to-back, a 93, and it had the uh, the games that they won against the Braves and against the Phillies. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's four different cans in the set. Yeah. Just I wanted to add that. I do have a couple other things, though. I have a uh, Pat Borders uh, MVP plaque, and it has this uh, card in it. It's a signed uh, form, and it's a uh, I have the letter of authenticity. I'm just wondering, is that worth uh, any money? Wow, you're bringing up a sore spot with me with Pat Borders. Um, I had, no, <laughs> no. Do you know why? Uh, no, it is worth money, but it's only, he it was much more, more money back then. It was like $20. Uh, but here's the thing uh, Pat Borders, I had him booked to do a sport. I used to run a sports card show at the 400 and 401 behind Leon's. We had 25,000 right, right. square feet there. Yep. And I was bringing in Pat Borders was supposed to come in and do an appearance for me. This is right after the World Series when he was super hot. And uh, he canceled two days before the event. Oh, was I mad. And <laughs> left me high and dry. Left me. But you know something? Then I also I was friends with Johnny Bauer. And uh, I called him up on one day's notice. I said, Paul? And he says, Paul, no problem. I said, what, what do I have to pay? And, and Johnny just says, give me a little bit of money to the church. I mean, the yeah, nicest. Johnny was like that. Johnny was like that. Hey, I get goosebumps just thinking about him. He was a genuine, nice human being. Pat Borders, though, stiffed me. But it probably is worth, you could probably in today's market, because people are collecting the World Series stuff, you could probably get $30, $35. Okay. Okay. And, uh, but because besides that, Borders didn't do a whole lot. You know what I mean? That's now, right. Yeah, I know. You know, it's just, and like I said, it was funny. I And I think I was paying him. $10,000 for the day. I can't remember how much oh it was. Goodness. It was a lot. And he out and out stiffed me and didn't send another player, didn't do anything. Just said, I just got a thing, a terse call. No, I won't be there. And uh, I, I said, see. wow. I said, well, you no, know, but hockey players, opposed to baseball players, are a lot nicer people because they're Canadians. The hockey yeah. players, every hockey player I had, or sorry, 90% of the hockey players I had were nice human beings, just like Johnny. Just right. and like he said, and I remember that notes when he said when he said that Paul, what, what I have to pay? I mean, ask Johnny what I have to pay. He says, just send some money, to, give me some money for the church, and just yeah. in the nicest way. You know, anyone's met Johnny Bauer knows that's how he was. You yeah, know, I, I I have met Johnny Bauer. As a matter of fact, uh, he and Walter Gretzky came to a golf tournament that I was running for the Canadian Deaf Ice Hockey Federation. Okay. And uh, both of them, uh, like, came, they came for four or five years straight. Yeah. And it, it was an absolute pleasure to deal with both of them. As a matter of fact, I'm still in contact with uh, Walter every once in a while. Okay. Uh, and he's just like a, a father to me. He's just, just a great guy. Like, you, you know, the Gretzky name is it's just his name. It, I know. Not, you know what I mean? Class act. I mean, it goes back to what I said. Canadians 
hockey players were a lot easier to deal with in almost every case. Yeah. And okay, just nice guys, you know? Yeah, so, I got one more question yep. for you. I have a uh, Robbie Alomar rookie card. Yep. Uh, the Padres. Is that worth anything? Yeah, the traded one. And okay, that, there was a traded one there. Robbie sell it's it sells for about ten bucks. You know, Robbie yeah. is one of the greats, but yep. it's mainly up here. And uh, I hate to say, but what the what the, the the owners of the Blue Jays are doing to this team? Yeah, it's, I know. It's, it's, it's hard to be a fan. Yep. Well, Boy, well, is it I'm hard a, to be a fan? I'm a fan, and it is hard. But I tell you. I'm very optimistic because I think in three years' time, maybe four. Why? Oh, are you optimistic because we're going to get rid of our management? That'd be the only way I think this will oh, happen. Oh, yeah. Well, look okay. what they did to Cleveland. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I hate those guys. But, you know, I still, I'm looking at the players. I'm thinking Bichette, Biggio, yeah. and Guerrero, and Grichik. Yeah. And yeah. you got Hernandez. I mean, you got so many young guys coming up. I really hated what they did with our pitching. They got rid of Sanchez and, and Stroman, even oh. though they were having great years. But we got no pitching now. I know. We got yeah. none. And where are they going to get them? This guy, Kay, looked pretty good yesterday. But, you know, I mean, he, we can't base everything on him. No, no. But I, we got to leave this to Wally and Na- the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. Well, our stuff, our, our show is about stuff. But you did yeah. bring up a nice point, a sore point with me. But uh, I'm thank sorry you. about that. Thank you Can for you the. Give me your address. We're at 10,000, 341 Young Street. 341 Young Street. Yeah. And that's in Richmond Hill. And our number, phone number there is 905-737-4653. And we welcome people to come there. But you have to call. If you need to deal with me, you have to call me. But we also always have staff on for watches um, and uh, gold, silver, coins, any right, silver right. and anything like that, we always, I don't have to be there. Okay. Yeah. What about cufflinks? I can do that. I can do okay. everything. Okay. They can... uh, we'll, we'll come up to visit. Thank you very much for the call. Thank you. All Bye. the best. Uh, let's get to Dennis in Toronto. Hey, Dennis. Hi. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Um, I just wanted to, maybe you could give me an opinion. Uh, last week, I was going to my Legion and a guy come up to me and sold me a bunch of, uh, 1954 one, two, five, a can, and the newer, about like 11 of the newer ones from the 70s and a three yep. $2 bills of newer edition. Okay. I got like three, the year I was born, 1954 edition, twos. Mm-hmm. I've got five centennial dollar bills with no, like, you know, no long number on it. Okay. That There's was, no, okay. I'll, I'll run through this first. The 1967, 1867, 1967 ones was yep. when the government decided that. Putting a serial number on a bill was just a dumb idea because by serial numbers, they're on there to keep track of the actual bills. Right. With these 867, 90s, and we buy them for $1.75, we sell them for $4. There are millions of them out there because yeah. everyone bought them. It was like the government taking your money and giving you a piece of paper for it. <laughs> Literally a piece of paper, okay? Yeah. And people saved them, and they kept them out of circulation. Right. Um, your 1950, the other bills, if they're devil's face. No, only one of my $1 bills I had already is a devil's face. Okay. Devil's face are good. It depends on the condition. This thing's beautiful. Where there's some devil's face worth up to about $12,000. Holy crap. I don't think I have that one. How do you know? I don't. <laughs> no, how do you know? That's why you have to deal with experts. Right. When I say these things, someone has this stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then there are people who are willing to buy the rare one. How do you know you don't have the rare one? You know I, yeah. what I mean? You're right. I don't know. And that's well, why we're there. And we're like a person brought in, like I said, they bring a stack of costume jewelry and we find a bunch of gold. We will tell you what it is. We are not there to rip anyone off. We're there to tell you what it's oh. worth, what we think. And mm-hmm. then we say, well, we can pay. And then I, at I, least you know, rather than saying, you know, I'll give you $4 for it and it's worth 250 Yeah, no, I know you guys are honest. I yeah. listen to you a lot. No, no, but I'm saying this is where you got to find out, even if you don't sell it to me. And I try and tell people, even if you're going to pass it down to your family, mm-hmm. kind of t- if it's going, if you're going to take up two hours of our time, please tell us you're not going to sell it to us so that we right. can. And you should give us something for that if we take that much time. If I something's so. just an opinion and I can just do something in 10 seconds that would take you two weeks to look up, I don't mind doing it. You know what yeah. I mean? No, That's I hear you. But, and also, so I got a three $2 bills, a five or 10, 
<laughs> and I got a 10 and a 20 King George, but they're not in great condition. Okay, now here again, do you know what, who they're signed by? If it's signed, there's one signature signed by Osborne, they're worth money. If they're signed by a coin or B, they're not worth money, okay? It, it not, depends it on who signed yeah, it. Both of them say coin and towers or trowers on the other side. <laughs> okay, those are worth, depend on shape, up to $50, $100. Yeah, they're not in great shape. I can tell you they're probably 50% not good. Okay, but here's the thing. This is why you have to bring it in sometimes, because mm-hmm. sometimes we have, I don't want to bore all the customers, clients, or listeners out there, no, but we have fine. what we call transitional bills. There are some bills they only made 25000 of or something. Those right. are going to be worth money. They're the rare ones, right? The rare ones. We have a book there. You are free to come in. We will, we go to the book. You're welcome to look at the same book we are, and we tell you, here's what it's selling for, Okay. We're not going to like say we're not going to show you the book. Any of these guys in gold and silver dealers are bring brings your stuff to the back and then brings it back to you and doesn't tell you what it is. Yeah, That's not right. We not- tell people. You yeah. say, yeah, this is worth two hundred dollars. I can only pay you seventy five because it doesn't sell very fast. You know what I mean? I'll say that. Right. <laughs> in some no. cases, and sometimes it'll sell right away. And I say, here, I'll give you one hundred and fifty for it. Okay. Right. But uh, I paid one hundred and ninety, like you know, normal Canadian everyday money, newer money. And okay. I don't know if I did good. That's eighty three dollars in total face value here. You probably if you got a couple of devil's faces, it depends on condition. Bring it in. Mm-hmm. I got the feeling you're at the top end of it, though. Um, <laughs> I don't think any of the uh, the twos or the five or the ten I purchased are devil's face. Just yeah. the one I. You'd, mu- you'd, the- you'd be oh. much better off by having a comic book from nineteen fifty four or a oh. sports card from nineteen fifty four than a dollar. You know that. Yeah, we're going, I know we got the full board here, but. If you have, if you put a thousand dollar bill in your safety deposit box in 1954 and you left it there, mm-hmm. uh, it'd be worth two thousand dollars today, say. Well, that's if, all right. And yeah, well, maybe twenty five hundred if it's mint. So on the other side, unless it's the devil's face. Now, on the other side of this coin, and this is why I tell people, um, if you put the money into an interest bearing account, you would have. 10,000 today, you know, by wow. doubling, you know, some years we had 6,000, 6%, 18%, whatever it is. Right, right. So, I mean, when I go and offer something, I, I had a customer this week and I said, I'll give you $5,100 for these comics. And he says, no, I'm going to wait 10 years for my kids and uh, I'm going to let them sell them at a garage sale and whatever it is. And I said, you'd be much better because the 5,100, if you put into the bank, you'll have 10,000 then. Gotcha. And these comics have no chance in the world of being worth 10,000 10 years from now because they were in bad shape. And I was trying to do the right thing. I actually said this to them. Mm-hmm. And um, I sat there and said, okay, but you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. Yeah, we know that one. No, we know that. I got to go. Thank you for the call. And Thank come you. into my shop, okay? Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have a good day. You too. Thanks for the call. We're going to go to uh, a lot of people been waiting on the line. Okay. Time. Go uh, to them. <laughs> we're going to go to uh, Sheriff Mississauga. Hi. Hi. Welcome to what do you have for us today? Yeah, I have 1846 silver. You're kind of cutting out a little bit. Can you get closer to the phone? I don't know. I'm talking from the mic. Well, I don't know. We're going to have a little bit of trouble hearing you. Maybe we'll try to get back if it's, to you. If it's 1850 bit. silver, um, it's uh, it can be worth my. I have to know what country it's from. Yeah, but yeah. you're going to have to call back because you're not very clear on this. Yeah, and if we can't hear you, our listeners can't hear you either. Thanks. Um, okay. Well, you know we should probably get to a quick break before we get to other calls. Um, if you do want to call in right now, our board is full, but uh, keep on trying. The number to reach us is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. Again, that is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Simon Heroes. We're here live down here at the Superplex taking your phone calls all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, stuff's on the line. So we got to get to the stuff. Stuff. I'm, as I mean when I say stuff on the line, people are on the line I'm with their stuff. Yeah. That's what I meant. Not physical stuff calling in. We're going to go to uh, Jan in Mississauga. Hi, Jan. Or Jan. Hi, I'm here. Hi, welcome to the show. Hi. Um, yeah, I have uh, quite a few very old items. I'd okay. like to know... Uh, if they're worth uh, bothering about. Um, I have a very old uh, porcelain uh, statue, and it belonged to my grandmother. She was born in 1860. Okay. 1860, 1870. She had it when she was a little girl. 
But what kind of, what, does it have a name on it? No, does it have a maker? That, that's the thing about this. It's just a, a picture of a little girl holding a doll behind her back. Um, besides, uh, uh, besides standing beside a brick wall. Any uh, symbols on the bottom? See, this is where, okay, you've got to put it, put in, pretend you're me. Yeah. And I'm trying to sell this item. So yeah. I'm going to put it here. I have to either be able to say what it is. I'm going to say, if I put yeah. a girl with a st- girl statue, I'm not going to get a lot of response for right, it. Right. If I have a Meissen 1860s um, girl, and they usually have names to certain statues. Yeah, I figured that with this one. So let's let's pass on that one. one. But uh, it's too bad because it's it's over well over 100 years. Well, now. let me take a look at it. I mean, I might be able to say I know what that is. Oh, okay. I May- surprise people sometimes. Okay. I'm actually... I'm, I plan on coming up there sometime. Okay. Um, but here here's another one, and it does have... Uh, um, and the writing on the bottom it's it's actually Larry the lamb and it's registered uh Larry the lamb yes it's made in england um h h and g limited registered uh 7913770 Larry the lamb that's what it says on the bottom Wow. Okay. And that is probably. Uh, it's got registration mark. Just it says made in England, right? Yeah. Yeah. So once it says made in England, it's going to be after 1921. So we can date this. Okay. Now in uh, then I have to look at the, the maker and see what kind of mark they have because okay. the makers usually change their marks over the years. So that way is how you date it. We use that. We use the Godin's book on marks. Uh-huh. So say you have a manufacturer like even um, Wedgwood, they use numbers. Yeah. Uh, but certain companies will change their marks so that you'll say this was made between 1931 and 1937. Okay. 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 But it's a figurine, right? Yes, it is. Yes. I don't know this one, Mary yeah. the Lamb. It's yeah. pr- it might be something made from over in England, a, a character from a book or something like that. I don't know. My, it belonged to my mother, and she would. Uh, she probably, I'm guessing, 1920s, 1930s. Yep. Uh, Larry the Lamb, H and G, pottery, five inch, 1930s. Yeah. Goes for around between thirty and sixty dollars. Thirty and sixty, eh? Okay. It's, there's um, not a lot on there now. Here's the thing: is some people have these online, but they never sell. Yeah. You actually, you need to. You need both parts of this thing, okay? Okay. Thanks. Next thing. Okay. Um, it's it's Wedgwood, and uh, there again, I don't I don't have anything on the bottom. Uh, well, I do, but I can't read it. It's it's. Uh, You're going to have to come into yeah, our shop. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. but okay. Okay. Uh, next thing is, uh, my father was in um, Burma for uh, 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 the late forties. Yep. And he bought some things back that I uh, that I have. It's been passed on to me. These are glass swizzle sticks, okay, with birds on the top, and uh, one is a sambo, and one is a an elephant, and uh, uh, things like that. And they're very, very unusual. Okay. I'd have to see them. Yeah, it all depends. On collect people collect swizzle sticks just because all people collect something. Yeah, somewhere. yeah, yeah. But I have to see them. Yeah, okay. your powers of description. Is better served if I actually see this stuff. Okay, I will bring that. And uh, the next thing is, uh, there again, I can't see anything. It's an old brass. This, again, was my grandmother's, so probably early 1900s. An old brass statue of a, a cobbler. Okay, you're going to have to come yeah, in. Yeah. I'm going to see it because yeah, we, have, it's, we have a full board right now. Well, no, it's, and, h- it's hard to get to each one of those items without actually just seeing them in person, right? So it's like. Yeah. Now, this where I have to do this here, but you'd have to come in. Our store is at 10,000, 341 Young Street. You can call in advance, 905 737 4653. If you've got a whole estate or a whole lot of stuff, I can come and see you, but that's not a guarantee unless I'm out in the area because. I'm pretty busy, but you can come into our shop. We have to go on the calls because we're not going to get through the calls again. Okay, we're going to go to John in Grimsby. Hey, John? I, I got some old uh, 78 vinyl records. Uh, I don't know how old they are. They're before uh, 1955 and maybe up from the 20s. Now, the vinyl records, I'm going to go back to this. Uh, little known fact, a lot of the black bands recorded in Montreal and those are very rare because they couldn't record in the United States those are worth money any of your blues your jazz any of that kind of stuff can be worth money then you've got your sun records where you had Elvis Johnny Cash 
some of your big names. Um, but if you're going to talk, if you're talking Mario Lanza, if you're talking um, any of the classics, or uh, they're not really worth the money. It's mainly what you're doing here. Most people aren't going to play them. They want to have the picture discs, or they want to have the labels so they can put it. If they collect Gene Autry, they want a Gene Autry 78. They're never going to play it. They're just going to put it in their collection. Yeah, these, but, this is Decca with Bing Crosby. No, no, Bing Crosby, great singer. No, no value whatsoever because a lot of the stuff will come out later on uh, uh, on your uh, 33s or on CDs. What yeah, you yeah. want is you need stuff that is not been reproduced. So yeah. if you've got a uh, some kind of a jazz band from 1925s that was um, a Negro um, a band that recorded in Montreal that wasn't allowed in the United States. Some people are looking for those kind of editions, okay? Yeah, because these, they're very small. By the Compo Company in Lachine, Montreal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, there was a lot of printing up there. Montreal used to be where all, a lot of this uh, came out of, but that's your most of your 78s. We sell them in bunches of, we sell them by the pound almost. Oh. <laughs> okay, you're, what people are looking with vinyl, they're looking for the albums, not even the, even the 45s. Yeah. We're mm. looking for rock and roll, uh, blues, and jazz. Okay, thanks okay. for. Appreciate your help today. Sorry, I didn't help more, but okay, thanks. Uh, we're gonna go to Rob in Burlington. Hey, Rob. Hello. Welcome to the show. What do you got for us? I have an oddity. I'm interested in. About 25 years ago, the TTC in Toronto put an ad for the Metro Zoo or the museum in subway cars. It was yep. uh, the length of the subway car in the form of probably the what they thought was the longest bowl constricted in the world. It was about the windows in the lit area, and it ran the length of the subway car. It aroused so many people in terms of not liking it. Yeah, sorry. And the TTC took them down and then, I guess, stored them and then eventually sold them. How many? I don't know, but I okay. have one, and I'm just interested if it has any value. It's on thick plastic that would unroll in that light area. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yep. I have to laugh at this. Yeah, no, that's kind of cool. But here you got a problem. Some people would like this, but someone who's got like animals. Um, I Giving this one a value, if, okay, the person who likes it will pay the money. I'd be putting it out for four or $500 and just say this is how it is. But you're going to have a restricted amount of people who can buy this because they won't have room to put it out. Yeah, no kidding. Subway car is pretty long. That's why I thought it may not be worth anything. No, 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 no. People buy the top of the market and the bottom of the market. They buy what you just had, which is out there, weird, okay, um, or they buy something that's cheap. If I had it in my store, uh, if someone came in and offered me 100 I wouldn't take it. I'd just say, no, I'm not going to unroll it for that much money. Uh, I'd say $500, and that's how it goes, okay? Oh, that, that, that pleases me, but it's going to be... Uh, You're going to find that one person. Things I want to bring into you, so maybe I'll bring it in just for a laugh. No, 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 no. Bring the other stuff. No. (laughs) Okay. Thanks. (laughs) No, no. I mean, on my part, uh, the uh, the snake. Got it. Okay. Thank you very much for the call. Made me smile. (laughs) If you do want to uh, bring into all all uh, you and all the listeners and callers, the number to to come in, or the sorry, the the address to reach us is at ten thousand three forty one Young Street, Unit Number Two. We're in that plaza, can't miss us. The number, call ahead of time to see if uh, my dad's there. His number number's 905-737-4653. No, no, before you go to the call, we'll, we'll get to those. Gold prices, I got to give them. I got to give them. Okay, quick. Gold, 10 carat. Just get your paper, get your pen, make sure they both work. Gold right now, 2250 for 10 carat. 3162 for 14 carat. 4066 for 18 carat. <laughs> silver dollars are twelve twenty four, and sterling silver is fifty nine cents a gram. You have any questions of this? You can call us at our store. But I want you to know, in case you're going into a shop and they offer you a lot less than this, tell us. Okay, go to the next call then. Oh, we're going to, go to Evelyn in Etobicoke. Hi, Evelyn. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the show. What do you got for us? Thank you. Um, I'm wondering about Disney dollars. I have a couple of uh, Disney dollars from Disneyland. What years are they from? Um, it was the early 90s, I think 92. Yeah, see, that's, I don't know, this. On Disney dollars, because Disney is such a big, there may be people collecting if they change them. Right. But I don't think they do. 
Right. On um, these are um, they're nineteen eighty seven. Well, the Disney dollars. People who collect them in good shape. It's funny. Here's one graded. I'm going to tell you when I talk about graded. Right. Here's one a mint one, a ten dollar Disney dollar, nineteen ninety three, sold for one hundred and sixty four dollars. Oh. That's not a bad investment on ten bucks, I guess. Not at all. <laughs> okay, but now other ones they got the collectible. Even the envelopes they collect in people yeah. collect Disney. Uh, here's a, a 2008, 1870. I see. I stand corrected. I would not have thought this. A collectible rare 1994 Series A Mickey Mouse Disney dollar lot of ten, hundred and thirty right. bucks. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I just learned something. I don't know if I'll ever be able to use it, but I just learned something. Uh, here's one, uh, $18, $72. We have to go on to the next call. Thanks. Okay. See, I just learned something. Hello. Good for you. Uh, we're going to go to David in Toronto. Excuse me. If I'm learning, that means you're learning. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Go on, David. We all yeah. Um, I've got uh, a complete artist studio, which I've had in downtown Toronto since uh, 1970. And okay. in there, I've got um, a lot of uh, analog stuff, like vacuum tables. But I've also got all kinds of posters from the uh, Whitkin Gallery in New York and Edward My- Mybridge poster from the National Gallery of Canada. And uh, uh, just uh, a, a, a vast amount of things. I can and help I want you. to liquidate the studio um, and yeah, sure. That's when why I decided to call. Oh, when well, do you want to liquidate? Okay, what you can do, can I can give your number to our producer here, and okay. I can talk to you off air because it sounds okay. like you got a lot of nice stuff. Like some of that old posters and stuff. Some stuff's not going to be worth anything, but I know if you have a lot of it, there's always going to be one or two that pop up and say this is worth money. I sold a poster yesterday for four hundred and fifty dollars. One poster, you know, it was oh. a World War Two one, but on. Um, I'm just saying that posters, people like them for decorating their walls. They'll take them, especially if you've got it from a museum. Um, I think I had a Lichtenstein yesterday we sold for 120 You know, so posters do go for money. And yeah. you've got other stuff as well in there, some other equipment. Like, you're, you're just not using it anymore, right? Well, yeah, I, I'm pretty much retired now. Okay. And I just, I'm paying rent for the studio downtown for like 45 years or more. Okay, I can I help you. Take want give. to get out. So if you uh, just hold on the line, we'll get a producer to talk to you, get your information off air, and then we can hook up. Uh, yes, you know, another or day. you can call me the store, one or the other. Okay, here's the producer. Uh, but yeah, so the this has been a quick run through show. We've had to get a lot through done at the end, but uh, we made it. We're that we're there. You what? know. What? It's, 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 we're running out of time again. I know, but I want the, the gold and silver. Gold is up. Okay, I want people to get a second opinion. I keep on saying this to people, and when you get the higher amount, take the second, take the higher amount. It's sometimes it's, we're talking common sense, but that's what we do. If you call us up, oh, we got one more call. No, we don't. We're not going to get it. No, they have to call back next week. They have to call okay. back next week. Like I said, I want to thank all. Uh, I was at Christie. I know I'm going to mention one more time. I want you to go. And put, some of the people we talk about, my friend Sam, who does the cabinets. I would like you to. Check these people out. I would not have someone advertising on my show unless they were personally vetted by me and they were really good people. Okay? That's what I go for. I look for good people. Okay? Okay. Well, um, thanks for tuning in. We'll, ho- we'll hope to see you next week. And everyone we missed, uh, we hope you call in next week because we're expecting your call. Thank you. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.